Hey guys, welcome to MDs Without Degrees, episode number 12. Yeah. So, what are we talking about today? Poop. My favorite topic, honestly. World Toilet Day, because that's on November 19th, yep. which is when this episode will be released, I think. I think that's like a Tuesday. I don't know. I always feel like... I don't know. I don't know. actually know what day it is. I don't know why I said Tuesday. Okay, whatever. Fake. Since you just picked a random day. Um, yes. But honestly, I have... My experience with bathrooms is just like all over the place. Yeah. Just because... I, I think more so yours than mine, just because of the places you've been to. Yeah. But... I've, I, I haven't had to openly defecate both. anywhere. But... Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> but I've. it's come real close. Yeah, I think we could both probably relate to our experiences in India. Yeah, I think so. Um, those have definitely been the worst toilet experiences of my life. Well, it's um, mostly because every time, I mean, minus when I'm like in like hotels and stuff. Oh, like, no, no, no. Those are fine. Yeah. But I mean, like public toilets in India. Mm, you I know, wouldn't really call them public toilets. I would just call them <laughs> public holes. Public holes. <laughs> yeah. That are and it was literally, disasters. I think the worst one was, I, you know, I just really had to go to the bathroom. And it was just this like shack, like an outhouse type thing. But Fun, it was good not start. kept well. And it was brown everywhere. Mm. And I, it was a squat. Because it was, was it like painted brown or was it no, just? I don't you... know. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that ambiguity. I don't know, and I just like when I squat. If I have to use a squat toilet, I'm like fine with using a squat toilet, but I haven't mastered the whole like don't take off everything from your bottom <laughs> <laughs> because I'm afraid yeah. I'm gonna like splash everything Especially on my clothes and I don't have a change pants. Yeah, like, I don't. And people are like able to that. go to the bathroom without no, it's real taking quick. off it's second nature it's second nature for them yeah and i don't understand how to do that because i feel like if i put my pants down it's like right in my like area that everything's gonna Get, come out right so no that that know. makes logical sense and i feel and like I, I feel really weird in public like even though i'm not like physically visible to anybody but like just like taking my entire bottom portion down like out no it's and, it's like um have you ever seen those i'm sure you have but like those memes of what it's like like the reality versus like what actually happens when you wear a jumpsuit and like how you actually have to like completely, completely get naked because <laughs> you have to pee it's like have fun sitting on the toilet naked but it's a feeling of such vulnerability when you have to take off your clothes to use the bathroom yeah um because i'm and, used to just pulling down everything and that's it but right like, this is i have to like if somebody comes and attacks me like i'm dead <laughs> you can't because you i cannot don't have run because you don't on. have pants <laughs> like if, if there's oh, a time to invade my house or something like that I just pick it when i'm on a squat toilet in that bathroom <laughs> So, just like yeah no yeah no, i completely like agree what am that. i and then it like takes forever too because you have to put everything back on yeah <laughs> i yeah but i will say best bathroom japan airport no no no. you didn't tell me why this experience was well i guess i did it, it was brown itself. everywhere i had to squat it was a hole in the ground and you had to take your clothes off and i had so. to take my clothes off <laughs> 
<laughs> just to like, pee. Yeah, because, yeah, there's no way I would have gone number two. Number two. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I would have not no pooped way. in that. Just because I don't feel I just like don't I should I don't think your body to... would let you. I don't think your body would let no, you. No, I'm okay with, like, pooping wherever. No, I mean, my. I, I, I just had an issue of. I don't that. want to be part of the problem here. <laughs> god that's i feel like if i had pooped it would have just been like "Mm, jamila added to the like bathroom problem that's in india just like a tally of every public health problem you contributed to oh god yeah and so i just i that was like my kind of a horrid experience it was only one time too because all the other i guess bathrooms that i've gone to in india have been fine or they haven't been like you know problems to my own safety or whatever. Yeah, and my vulnerabilities. Uh, but well, best bathroom was Japan Airport, just because they don't have that weird crack in the stall. I think a. we're the only people that do that. Yeah, in probably the world, everywhere which else makes that I've no been. No sense. It's like a complete, like a closed door, as it should be. Yeah, as it should be. Like <clears throat> no one, you should never have a fear of looking into the mirror and seeing someone's eyes on you. <laughs> I feel like even like, just I feel like I have to look down yeah. anytime I get up to wash my hands. But I also just like anytime I'm in an American bathroom stall and I see somebody, I feel like a predator. Can you imagine like actually making eye contact? I feel like I have, though, because, like, it's like, are you watching me? Or did you accidentally look? It's, like, so weird. You don't want to be predatory in a bathroom, but you can't help it with the cracks. And, like, where else are you? I mean, I guess you could look anywhere else. But, like, I don't know what it is. The ones that have the biggest cracks, the sink and the mirror is right in front of you. Yeah. And so it's just so weird. Like, I don't no, understand. I completely agree. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dying. Um, yeah, Japan. <laughs> no, Japan's airport was great because I didn't feel like a predator. And No, like, you, I think you vaguely told me about this experience, but I want you to, like, tell me You want the again. deets? The deets. I want the deets the of The deets your of my doo-doo. Um, no, no, but, like, the toilet much. itself was, it was fine, but... Had a bidet attachment, and then it also had it was like auto everything. I didn't have to touch anything to make anything germ free. Yeah, germ free. And there was this button that would play music if you were like making noises, farting. To, yeah, or like I don't know, grunting while you're pooping or something. That's <laughs> weird, but to each their own. <laughs> and I don't know. I guess if you have like a very stressful poop, you can put on the music. So that nobody knows that you are pooping. But the music implies there's something going on. But but... I guess it's better to hear that. No, absolutely. Right. Because I also have found, and like, I think it's a, you know, obviously going to public restrooms is not like the most comfortable experience for anybody, but it's not the easiest thing when you walk out of a bathroom 
stall after hearing someone do that yeah and you both have to like true, wash your hands like, and you're just awkward like, eye contact is knowing you, that this you person can't look at them yeah you can't you that person is anonymous to you it's like i don't know what you did and i will never repeat it again because it's like yeah a, a, it's like what stays in the public bathroom or what happens in the public bathroom stays in the public bathroom yeah agreed yeah agreed i don't know if about what? your like school did your school have some wild bathroom stuff like define wild bathroom stuff <clears throat> oh i don't mean like some like something like totally crazy but like i know in my high school there was a bathroom stall with like bunch of like markers and stuff like people writing on it oh yeah 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 yeah. there was like there was one bathroom oh my god so there's one bathroom in my high school and it was right by the gym so it was like basically the bathroom it was a huge bathroom it was the biggest bathroom i think we had and it was always locked and i always used to wonder like the bathroom was locked yeah the bathroom was always locked it was always dark there were at least 30 stalls in that bathroom oh what the heck that's how big it was and i think it catered specifically to like the gym crowd um but whenever i would go to spanish class in the portables i would always like try to go to that bathroom and like the few times that it was open it was just such a peaceful experience because there's no one else in that bathroom and you can just pee in peace and then walk out peace. but i realized peace correct um but i realized that literally the reason that they locked it was because kids were having sex in the bathroom oh. <laughs> like they were using that and i was like mm, why would you pick that... the bathroom with the most number of stalls with the potential to have that many people right but like, i think because go use the teachers always... like private restrooms or something no that's like definite expulsion at least with like student bathroom you're like uh, you can like suspension for a couple days but if you get caught by like multiple teachers it's like there are seven witnesses and they that is enough information to kick you out of the school but anyways that's the reason that that bathroom was cut but my worst bathroom experience I actually just remembered it um so in these buildings in Mumbai they're like older buildings um and they're like i think like we had gone to visit somebody i don't remember i don't remember who it was to be honest with you i really don't remember but basically um they have bathrooms on each floor like the the houses themselves it's a very very old building the the apartment the flats flats we must say Mm. um they don't have toilets in them so there's like a communal floor toilet like oh it's like dorm experience yeah but like the communal experience no but like horrible yeah um and so it's it's squat toilet i believe or it's like regular i think it's squat toilet or it's like regular toilet but you have to there's like this giant it almost looks like those oil barrels of just like water and you take the bucket and you have to take the bucket and you have to oh my god it's like manual flush manual flush but like i think it's an actual i don't remember i think i've my brain has blocked it out but like i think it was an actual toilet um and like squat or whatever either way you squat over it you don't you don't touch your ass to that toilet (laughs) you don't you just don't um that was my worst bathroom experience because i was a kid and i was like what is happening (laughs) like i truly walked in and like they're just like wooden doors kind of like pirates of the caribbean style 
it, it could it honestly could if they used that bathroom in the movie i would have been like yeah 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 that makes sense um and i remember like when we had gone to visit i I ate some papaya. Oh my god! Now I'm not gonna get into like the details of what the papaya fiber, does, but the fiber it'll clean. It's like an enema. Im- no, it activated <laughs> me immediately, <laughs> and I was like, "There's no way on this earth that I will go to that bathroom." So I walked to the dentist's office. <laughs> we had a dentist's office, and he had a sitting toilet um, that had toilet paper and a flush. I didn't have to do myself. Um, so yeah, that was my experience. And I guess that is coupled with the best bathroom experience I had in India, aside from the Thaj Hotel, because that's like, that's, that's an experience, I think. But anyways, oh, also the Bronx Zoo. The Bronx Zoo was my best bathroom experience. Um, would you like this shit in an animal's thing? No, no, no. <laughs> Why would the Bronx that's, Zoo? That's way too on theme. That's you know what I'm thinking? It Like the toilets are like an open mouth of an animal and you Absolutely sit in not. the mouth. No and it's way. Like, There's no way I would enjoy that. I think I would just like. You know, like I the would, bathroom is themed and each toilet is an animal and you have to like shit in the mouth of a lion or something. That's I'm what really I'm like imagining for some reason. Architect. I'm really glad you're not an architect um, or like a designer because that would be the worst thing ever. But no, it was like I think it was like right at the cusp of this like eco bathroom revolution where it was like you have the half and the full so it depends on like oh, the what flush you do. the flush but it was like foamy and it was like green and eco and like everything like i distinctly remember i was like i wish i had to pee more so i could be in this bathroom for slightly longer <laughs> um i was i was also very young this was um you know back when i was living in nj but yeah, that was my best bathroom experience. So, I guess that. Well, here's I mean, the I thing. guess yours is better, but it's fine. No, but mine is just like trauma. No, your best bathroom experience is better than mine. Oh, I mean, mine's just like an airport that was like in transit. I didn't get that to go to Japan. That wasn't an airport. Yeah, Japan. I didn't. I haven't been out. Oh my! It was I mean, in an yeah, airport. I guess that. No, yeah. I, I haven't been to Japan, that, but like. I was in transit coming the, back can you from India. What their actual like, what their actual like bathrooms are like in the city? Oh, I so. like imagine it to be some sort of like utopian experience. I feel like Japan is the utopian experience, but no, it is hundred percent. We should do podcasts in Japan. Let me first go to Japan. Let's do international podcasts. Like next time we go somewhere together, we're let's literally do going there. in like three weeks somewhere. I know. Let's do podcasts there. I don't think there's public health issue where we're going though. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Here's the thing though. Good segue. Some people, mo- a lot of people in the world, do not have nice bathroom experience, or even a yes. mediocre bathroom experience. Correct. Which is why today's topic, if you have not already caught on, is about toilets more specifically world toilet day which defined as i i think an easier way to define it is basically the un's call to action um on like the global sanitation crisis which primarily affects like asia and africa but still those two continents take up like you know they make up a they don't take up they make up a big chunk of our population um and roughly 1 billion people don't really have access to proper toilets um 
which improves sanitation. Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. That's but the, the what is sanitation? Um, I don't know what improves. It's essentially sanitation. just facilities that <clears throat> hygienically being the keyword separate poop from people. Nice. P P. You just will not let go of that. No, you won't. (laughs) Um, Just to like put some data out there. uh, 2015, 68% of the world's population used improved sanitation facilities. With Sub-Saharan Africa and Southern Asia having only 30% and 47% respectively. So improved like of everybody living in Africa and Asia a little more than half of the people don't have like amazing bathroom yeah and i think it's not even like bat like i think the way that we think about bathrooms here in the u.s is very 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 different from how it is in the other countries that we're talking about um because for them a restroom is just a place to go to the bathroom not necessarily having like a physical toilet or a sewage system or any way of actually getting rid of that right it's just a place that's separate from where you are to go to the bathroom and relieve yourself and most of them like i'll put some like actual data for each of the countries there's like openly defecating which is pooping out in the wild um and that's about 13 percent of the world's population which Which is is still yeah it's a good chunk and then there's also there's like unimproved facilities which means that there is a place but it's there there might not be sewage you know or even a septic system it's kind of just like a hole in the ground kind of thing yeah and then there's you know every step kind of in between that and like japan's toilets yeah i think it's interesting though um something that you know we don't really think about is the fact that i think oh like defecating like especially in rural areas um like defecating in areas that um are away from where you live like it used to be a very okay thing like that made sense that's fine but I think that because we just are growing in population and rural areas despite being rural still have quite a few people living there I think that the runoff and like just just from literal environmental standpoint eventually someone else's poop even if it's not your own will affect you in some capacity yeah and we'll talk about the diseases that come along with you know not being able to separate your poop yeah yeah and not you know it's not pretty at all um yeah but here's some raw data because i like numbers actually i don't i just like really nicely put excel sheets i don't know how to do any stats right me too biostats Um. (laughs) hate it currently taking it hate it (laughs) but fun facts uh democratic republic of the congo which is kind of in the middle of africa um in the rural population there's about 20 percent or 19 percent of people openly defecating in 2017 and then about 52 percent of people living in rural areas which have unimproved sanitation and so that's like the hole in the ground kind of thing yeah and then in the urban areas there's a huge difference um but you have to remember like the congo urban areas are not like it's not like going to houston you know no 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 it's just it's not yeah a lot of buildings a lot of people but even there 42 percent of people in 2017 were in unimproved bathrooms and yeah. let's compare that to something like Finland, where less than one, there, 
barely one person is probably openly defecated unless they're like camping even then you have to back out you would know but everybody um over 99 percent, so close to 100 percent of people in finland have a bathroom at least i mean can you imagine what the bathrooms in finland probably look like probably like i like so nice overlooking like the snow they probably just like no we just have like normal bathrooms just like i feel like our interpretation of like swiss bath i bet no 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 no. i take that bath swiss swiss bathrooms probably just have every view of the mountains ever like all their bathrooms are just pure glass <laughs> like no one's ever embarrassed they're just like no oh we're God. just enjoying the view um oh, but then there's india our favorite country um in 2000 they made some huge improvements actually so in rural like communities in the year 2000 90 percent were op- openly defecating but then in 2017 Jesus. Only 36%. So there's a huge drop in people, um, like percent of people, but still like 36% of 1.3 billion people is still a lot. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's probably close to, um, I think, some of the other countries that we discussed. What's the other? I think it's Madagascar that you said. Yeah, Madagascar doesn't have a lot of people living in it, though, just like a reminder right but like that 36 percent in india right is like literally probably like twice the size not even more more than like four times the size of just that population yeah so um, in 2017 it says the rural population in madagascar 57 percent while the urban population in madagascar only 23 percent are openly defecating in 2017 and or they just have um kind of unimproved or limited like facilities yeah i mean in india though i think it's interesting because there was like a specific program that modi had i think it was called clean india or something and i think like among other things the main goal was eliminating like open defecation right um and i mean just in generally speaking though like of the 900 something million people who openly defecate around the world india takes up like 600 million of those people million? so that's like oh yeah million yeah no million not billion. yeah no i was thinking billion for some reason i'm like what no that's 900 wild. billion people living on this planet guys there's no space no there's you no have space. to go to a specific country called the poop country to poop um i forgot what i was gonna say for that quick second that you mentioned poop country because i was trying to think of which country would be classified as poop country but oh are we i'm like, not gonna, are we gonna shit that. on a country right now no like, i was going to the poop country i was gonna say like if it was in america like poop state it would be like alabama or florida oh my god right <laughs> am i wrong is that like or wrong i would pick like somewhere in the middle that way like people in washington don't have to travel all the way to florida to poop but the middle is like where all the nice nature is no it's not right it's where actually all of our food is grown so maybe not yeah i can't get e coli i've just seen too many horror stories but um basically this clean india program the government was saying is now saying that 100 percent of the country has toilet coverage so i don't think they can really make claims about open defecation because i think those studies come from different places i didn't mm-hmm. even see anything about open defecation but um i don't really believe it to be honest with you um i think it's really easy to say that the country has toilet coverage by just putting porta potty somewhere 
but the sustainability of that like the um the logistics of it i think is just something that they would not account for just for the sake of saying that 100 percent of the country has toilet coverage and wouldn't put it past india wouldn't do it um <laughs> wait what but it, what is the article here well we'll link the article in like the it was a cnn stuff. article um about this this clean india um program and like the there were like a hundred million toilets that were built um and then like i think a couple weeks ago or maybe like four weeks ago or something modi was like hey we're free of open defecate definition we're free of open defecation um which again i think is fake i think it's really easy to say that but to to actually create um like behaviors that orient around understanding like like it doesn't make sense million toilets though is this like that's a lot i but that could just be porta potties too it could just be like booths like there's no standard that we're looking at like to be honest with you this article is just off to me but i'm skeptical so i mean whatever but i think the article ultimately brought up a good point which was like the biggest thing that we can do for people um, when it comes to open defecation is that we can change their um, attitudes and behaviors towards um, like kind of prioritizing sanitation. But I also think it's a really tricky thing because I think that's a really, really easy thing to say. But when you don't under like what people don't understand is that um, – sanitation uh and hygiene are not at the forefront of the people who suffer from um or like who who suffer from not having access to toilets like this is not like at the forefront of their minds i think that the big thing is like literally just getting by every day um and yeah. putting food on the and table there's, because there's one thing i learned in school right now is that behavior is very difficult to change right so that's why when modi's like oh hey <laughs> we free of open defecation i think that's fake af because i don't think that it's possible to change people's behaviors in like what i don't know how long this program has been going on for i'm a fake researcher but um it's pretty much like just a band-aid problem to a really systemic issue yeah um or band-aid solution to a systemic issue that people don't want to really engage with because that means like talking about things that people don't want to talk about so you know, just the huge, but I mean, props to Modi though for prioritizing it. Like, I'll give him that. Um, cause I mean, I think it's really hard to try to tackle an issue like people pooping in public. And it's, it's not just like a rural thing, right? It's also like in Mumbai when you just like go on the train, you'll just see it <laughs> happening. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> I've had my eyes covered many times by my mom. <laughs> so, yeah. But, okay, so let's talk about things that can happen health-wise if you don't your separate your peas. The poop and the people. Yeah, you should, I'm glad you clarified that because at yeah. first, if you, no. So here's Not analyzing pee. Having water, sanitation, and hygiene has the potential to prevent at least 9% of the global disease burden and, like, six percent of deaths yeah so wild yeah shocking um it doesn't seem like i didn't i didn't even say that sarcastically yeah it's a big (laughs) yeah (laughs) i didn't say it sarcastically i actually meant it but that's fine i need but yeah i mean ten percent of the disease burden is quite a bit 
And mm-hmm. one of the big um, issues that you get if you don't separate uh, bathroom water and clean water is like cholera. It's essentially cholera. just like it's when you have your food and water contaminate contaminated by poop from another person who's been infected with cholera but it's just like one of those things like yemen has a big had a big cholera problem Mm -hmm. because of the infrastructure just going straight to shit and you essentially just lose all of your bodily fluids until you die and cholera is extremely it's definitely treatable um, but it's completely avoidable as well but when it's when you don't have those options you will die in like not eh, a couple days but also an interesting thing to think about with cholera is I'm sure that given that most of the people who would get infected by cholera in this specific situation already don't have like the um, like the infrastructure or anything to kind of place that vomit or feces that is like just a cycle of yeah. contamination right all over again because I mean diarrhea is liquid poop like yeah that's, diarrhea that's is a the big definition problem. of runoff i mean a lot of these <laughs> problems are all kind of linked together like clean access, right. access to clean water and sanitation hygiene it all kind of is one thing mm-hmm. um and diarrhea is honestly one of the top killers in like uh children yeah it is because yeah. you you and it's lose completely everything completely avoidable completely yeah. avoidable um but yeah it's just like when you get all these things contaminated um you know there's a reason your body is trying to get rid of the poop it's toxic you know stuff that your body doesn't want so you got to put it somewhere um growth stunting is another thing um because if you don't have access to um you know in general like uh well it's not even access but for the same reason that people are infected with cholera if your poop and your food or your water mix um there's a lot of just virus type things organisms that will go into your system um bacteria excuse me bacteria microorganisms all that too um they'll just live in your gut and they'll eat up all your nutrients or they'll mess up your body or you'll just become dehydrated like cholera doesn't necessarily exist on its own in a lot of the cases like there's also bacteria that's living in people's guts um my friend schistosomiasis is oh god one of the big issues and that was from all like the last episode like spent way too much time on schisto but yeah that's another yeah issue that can occur um if poop isn't kept away from water and I mean, I think it's kind of intuitive for us, like, to hear that and say, like, of course, like, we have bathrooms for a reason. Like, right. we have bathrooms so far away from. And it's you know, not like the rural people. Right. Are exactly. Dumb, right. It's just kind They're of. They're not. Like, what do we do? Yeah. Exactly. Like, what do you expect us to do exactly. at this point? Um, and it's also just that I think every person in this entire world, just from an evolutionary standpoint, knows you don't poop where you eat. But yeah, when a lot of animals a lot know of the, that too, and it's just kind of a thing. That's why they do their little digging thing. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, you I don't do. own a dog. You don't a own a dog. You don't I used own to have a, a cat. Oh yeah, cats do it too. Sorry. God. Defensive. Um, now I lost my train of thought, Jamila. Okay, because how about this? you mentioned your cat. So we've been talking a lot about rural people. 
but this is not just kind of a rural problem yeah it's very prevalent in the rural areas but urban um developments have started to have infrastructure issues because there's so many people moving in to the city yeah um the big one that i remember reading on was kampala uganda Mm. um so a urbanization like we i don't know if we mentioned that in this episode but urbanization is obviously like a really really big trend that's occurring right now people are moving from rural communities or cities or area rural cities right rural areas to urban cities um and that's unfortunately like in kampala like that's just an example i think that can be applied to many other cities around the world um there's such a strain on the existing infrastructure uh, because there's not enough toilets for all the people. So in um, Kampala, roughly 3 million people pass through the city. Like, I think it was a Probably day for, or something yeah, like that. For trade. Just like, like, yeah, like commuting, work, etc. Yeah. Um, but there's fewer than 800 toilets and 14 free ones. Um, right, literally, now, like 14, 1, 4. Yeah, 1, 4, 14. What? That's when they give you a number that's not like 20 or 25 you're like whoa they're real someone went around and counted all the bathrooms and be like we already found 14 yeah and what's crazy though is that like in obviously in cities like bigger cities they already have a sewage system right it's not like they use septic tanks or anything like that um but or like above the ground septic tanks but and 1.5 million people live in kampala yeah and that is growing apparently yeah Um, it's an upward trend not surprising but Three million people pass through the city, fewer than 800 toilets. And so now the urban sewer systems in general cover less than 10% of the population. And if you think about it, if they're not able to take 100% of the population, or if they're not able to take 100% of the population, if they're not able to take 100% of the actual sewage that's coming in, they're going to leak. I'm assuming it's all like there's sewage system and then there's also septic, right? I think septic is above the ground. No, it's not. Yeah, how do no. they empty it? You ha- There's a hole in the ground. There's a lid. It's like, you know how you have a, oh. like a manhole? I, the one, wow, I think my mind has just been blown. Yeah, it sits I thought they below, were all above the ground. But it sits below wherever it's collecting the poop. And then every however much time it takes for it to fill up, and then it gets pumped out. I'm thinking about something else. Correct. Septic tanks are under the ground. Are um, you talking about water tanks? I'm talking about water tanks. <laughs> I'm talking about water tanks. Mm, they look kind of the same. Um, yeah, water water tank, septic tanks, very different. Uh, you don't want them mixing, obviously. That's cholera. Uh, right. <laughs> you have water um, tank, septic urban, tank, cholera tank. The urban sewer systems basically will leak, right? And then that messes everything up all over again because when they leak, that is literal. That's like getting into groundwater. That's causing potential um, like bursts. Uh, Runoff. Obviously, yes, runoff. And that runoff is exactly how a lot of things like cholera and dysentery. Is it dysentery or dysentery? Dysentery. Dysentery is essentially diarrhea. Yeah, or as you so like gratefully, gra- gracefully put it, basically liquid poop <laughs> on the document. But I think the other important thing, though, is that there are a lot of benefits of sanitation. Um, j- basically, just the opposite on- of everything we talked about is the benefit. 
Right, but it's not just in terms of the reduction of disease, right? It's also reducing anxiety and the promotion of dignity, especially from a cultural standpoint, right? Mm. Because not everybody is like, oh, like, what's the big deal? Like, it's just... Like, I mean, obviously there's a big deal about it, but I think there's a cultural aspect to it of, like, for some women it's not appropriate for them to be out, like, in that capacity, um, but they don't have a choice or... um, yeah for girls especially i know i mean i think it's mostly other topics that we can talk about and like bathrooms required not just for pooping and everything but like menstruation and all that kind of stuff and i know menstruation in some areas is not um taken as a grid thing it's i mean you can't really help it so it's like girls have their period and they're like sorry you can't go out in public but that's a yeah. whole other episode, and we'll have a period episode. Don't worry. Yeah, it's – and I think that another thing that people don't always realize is that in a lot of the places that, like, rural areas, it's actually extremely dangerous for women to go out at certain times um, by themselves. So whenever they do have to go to the bathroom, they kind of grow in groups, and there's, like, an allocated time. But what that means is that women go to the bathroom, like, twice a day one in the morning, one in the evening, or something like that. Like, it's not, like, a routine, like, oh, I can just go pee whenever I want. That usually means, like, danger. Yeah. You have to schedule your poop. Yeah. And imagine your... writing that in your diary or, like, in your – my calendar poop time. Oh, I thought you meant, like, diary, like – I don't oh. – I don't, yeah, like, like journal <laughs> like entry. Like, my journal <laughs> entry for the day is, oh, I had a great poop at – I was like, I don't think that's really the priority for a lot of these girls, but <laughs> I'm glad we clarified that. But I think some interesting projects, uh, obviously the UN backed Modi on this one because it was like, this is cool. Yeah. And, and also India is, has 1.3 billion people. The entire country is a public health issue. If you look at every single public health I think I've already said this in another episode, but I'll say it again. If you look at a public health textbook, and I can say this because I'm from India, every single public health issue that you can think of, like generally speaking, you'll find it in India. Yeah. And that just speaks to, I mean, that's that just speaks to a lot. And it's frankly quite upsetting. But but it's also just like India through its history has like been set up to be a perfect example of it. You know, not only yeah. through, you know, all the colonization and this and that but india not only has a population problem it also has a um like a wealth gap right right like the rich are very rich and the poor are very poor and that middle class is i mean it's there now but there's still like huge jumps in it i guess you could Mm -hmm. say and so you know all those things put together plus like northern india and southern india are two different places yeah they are yeah and then it's, I guess, historical conflicts with Pakistan, Bangladesh, um, and just, like, it, within itself. There's a lot going yeah. on. Yeah. Everything's and, set up for perfect public health case study. But that's not to say, though, that I think a lot of people in within India, the people who are, like, producing the research, et cetera, like, those are the people who are trying to at least identify what the issues are, yeah. understand them, and that's that's exactly um the type of people that we need i think but yeah another thing is that i thought was really interesting is in senegal 
their very interesting take on um, toilets was they made toilets that broke up waste. So instead of just like creating this pile of literal like like instead of like shit yes a pile of shit in toilets they turn it into compost and that and that's yeah. a source of renewable energy but the thing is like so using poop as a fertilizer is kind of a problem though yeah it is because if somebody's sick and whatever it is that is making them sick comes out in their poop and now you're putting it into your food um and like growing shit in it yeah it because you know that's easily a way to spread the the disease so i would i would want to know how they're like making sure that that doesn't happen and i'm sure i know composting there's like a process right like you make a pile and then there's like the bacteria that you have to put in it and stuff like that to make it actually compost i don't know anything about compost (laughs) at all like i really don't No, yeah so like you can't just like put your banana peel in the ground i mean you can it'll decompose but there's like a process of composting and like you can put all of your, you know, biodegradable materials into this pile and you add like certain types of dirt on it and then there's like bacteria and the worms and this and that that eat it up and it becomes that fertilizer and the compost that you want over time. And so like there is a, a process to it to make it so that it's like usable. But I'm wondering if, you know, using human waste in that pile causes issues if somebody is sick and i don't i don't know i think it's also hard to test for that like i think that having a way of testing people's poop all the time before it would go into a compost pile is something to look into i think i'm going to look into more of the senegal thing and then like we'll post it on our blog yes yes indeed jamila will be doing some research because i did a lot of research for this one um, but I think another, I mean, just on like a more like how are American foundations. Bill and um, Melinda Gates. Bill. It's Bill and Melinda. Yeah. Bill. Bill. They Bill. Are, <laughs> uh, That's Bill Nye though. Please, I know, but I just don't need that to get stuck in my head. The foundation, their foundation is investing in emptying septic tanks that are in the ground. Yes. So I needed to emphasize that for my own sake, but. They're, yeah, they like basically put That's septic a, tanks in places that need it, right? I think they do both, yeah. And that's a really big thing, though, is that just putting in a septic tank somewhere is not the solution because you need to find a way to not just inefficiently empty it out. You need to have an actual system. You need to put a system in place. And a lot of the times people go into other countries. But Bill and they has put the s- money to do this. Right. Yeah. But like the even if you put the it. money even if you put the money into a project like that, you can't just like mess with the cultural way of like, oh, let's put in this system that doesn't work with the rest of the way you live your life. But would um, people really say no to that? I don't know. I don't think That's so. interesting. I don't like think if someone would say came no in to and be it. like, I'm going to put in a septic system and a toilet system that. So Bill's going to have somebody who's always there to empty the septic tank. That's not. Yeah. Well, the that. septic tanks last like five years or something like that. Ten years. Mm-hmm. So like. You can just put in the tank, leave it for however much time, and then you just come back in with the pump and you what pump if it out. Issue. I'm sure there, that there's something. Has to be Backup. something in place. I, I, I do trust Bill. Okay. 
I do. I mean, I'm not saying I don't trust Bill. I'm just saying no. I, that there you have has to, be to be something in place. There I definitely so. is. Like, I mean, we same. obviously didn't research this enough. <laughs> As we bring it to the podcast, we're like debating whether or not Bill does this. But no, it's not like that. Bill doesn't do it. It's just like I'm pretty sure the technology is all there to make sure that the infrastructure is there. And if there's a problem, then I'm sure that. There's Bill some will fix it. Yeah, stuff put in place. It's not Bill himself that's gonna pick it. Like, do it. Bill People will not are gonna do, do anything it. by himself. Are you kidding me? Bill's never gonna do anything by himself. Melinda's I mean, he's cool. It. I guess I don't know if he's cool. I don't know where I stand on him. I like him. I, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I still am. He's also fighting malaria. Everyone's fighting malaria. No, because but like mosquitoes are the worst. Bill Gates. Mosquitoes don't deserve there. to live. That's my take. But anyways, that's for the tropical disease episode, which will also be posted. I don't know if it'll be posted before or after this one, but probably. I think it's going to be before. We'll see. Well, that's a. It might be after. Wrap on poop, right? Do you have yeah. anything else to add? To I our... don't. Just remember. Well, I think this was a comprehensive. I think one thing we need to work on for our next episodes is. Um, we don't talk at the same time because <laughs> we do that in our normal conversation but i think people sometimes would feel like we're constantly interrupting each other which we do interrupt each other all the time but i'm never offended by it and she's never offended by it so how do you it know that matter Jamila, please you're barely offended by anything so where can you find our episodes because i always forget because mm. you keep adding us onto new platforms okay so mdswithatdegrees.com is our website you can where find... i will be posting blog posts yes and you can find literally everything on that website that is home base um but nice if you don't feel like doing that you can go on to you're spotify. in a baseball mood you can go into spotify <laughs> you can go to apple like podcasts you can go to Google Play or you can go to SoundCloud. And those four places will let you listen to our voices for as long as you want. Weird. Yeah. And then you can rate us on, I think, on Apple only. I don't know if Spotify. We have five out of five on Apple. Well, we, we have better. Like 19 have... ratings. That's a lot for what I, for how many people I think listen to us talk. <laughs> Honestly. Um, but yeah, do give us five stars. Give us a review. Give us your criticisms because yeah, I actually want criticism. I want to yeah, know I do. how to improve, and I I want it from random people, not like friends and family. Friends, because everyone is like, oh, they're yeah. so cool. They're like so fun. I'm like, stop. I know. <laughs> what? <laughs> because kidding. everybody's like, Jamila, your podcast. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Really? Yeah. I feel like everyone who we've talked to has been like, y'all are so cool. No, people think and the I idea cool, of having though, a podcast I... is cool. But then I'm just like, is it? Because we're just talking about health topics. So yeah. we're not actually that cool. So are you cool. really listening? We're just nerds <laughs> who just want to know about what's happening. Um, I think we can But you can funny, also though. find us on Twitter and Facebook. Yes, I run the Facebook page because I don't, I have, don't a have a Twitter. Yeah, I don't have a Twitter. Yeah. Jamil doesn't have Facebook. It just works out really well and at not docs it is a twitter you handle. can rate us on facebook too we have two ratings 
That's because nobody uses Facebook. That's what I'm saying. I was about to say, which should speak to the fact that nobody uses Facebook. But like I just said, you have a habit of interrupting me. Likewise. (laughs) But follow us on all those sites. You can play us, rate us, love us, hate us if you want. That's fine. I'm not offended. You can hate us. I'm literally not offended if somebody hates us. I don't think, like I said before, I don't think you are offended by anything. Yeah, it honestly takes a lot. Like, I can send you, like, I'll send you things that I'm offended by, and you're like, (laughs) yeah, that sucks. Like, that's it. (laughs) I'm like, why aren't you angrier? And you're like, I mean, I didn't expect anything else. And that's just usually how our conversations are. I think my expectations are just so low Yeah, that it's like, all right. That it is what it is now. Well, I hope you enjoyed our episode about mm-hmm. poop. Stay tuned for the next episode after that, which I'm not sure what it is, so it'll surprise me too when I find out. Because Why have a regular? Because we don't order. have a regular schedule at all. No, we don't. We're trying to get one though. No, we're not. <laughs> Every two weeks. Oh yeah, we can do that. Yeah, that's. Well, we'll come see. On, we're about to go out of town, and then Christmas time is going to come, and everybody's out of town there. We both don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah, like, but I celebrate by celebrate. not being in Houston. Yes, you will be traveling. Ismail will be traveling. Whatever. Okay. I will not be traveling. Bye. Bye. Bye.